Welcome to episode 149 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. And interesting, indeed, we have today. We're concluding our retread series this week in possibly the most delightfully weird way possible. Fix the fallout from your dad's cosmic drinking problem, because tonight we listen to the music of Katamari Damacy Reroll. Well, hello, Matt. Hello, Chris. It's been too long. It really, really has. And hello to you fans out there. We apologize deeply. Yes, yeah, sorry for the delay in recording. Life, uh, life comes at you fast. You know, we got yeah. uh, the kids were on spring break. I got we we all got COVID in this house. Uh, Matt was fighting dragons. Like, um, I was just every time we were supposed to record, I had union negotiation contract meetings. And still do, but, you know, here we are. Yeah, here we are, ready to, uh, ready to wad wonderful things up into our lives. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, um, yeah, just keep going. Don't mind mind me. Don't don't mind me at all. Just paraphrase, just paraphrasing actual lyrics to songs we're about to listen to. Oh, I'm, I'm very well aware. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, so yeah, we've been doing this whole retread series where we've been going back and listening, uh, redoing a bunch of the episodes that I did solo um, that I think deserve actual conversation instead of me talking to myself. Uh, and, and this is the last one uh, before our 150th episode, which we're going to do attempt to do something a little special with. But for now, let's talk about Katamari Damacy Reroll. Oh, please, yes. So since we covered this game's history way back in episode 6 Woo! in June 2015... God, that was a lifetime ago. Uh, we aren't going to dive too deep into things here today in regards to you know what this game is. Rather than butcher everyone's names as usual, yep. we'll just say these songs are by various artists <laughs> and include their names in the show notes. The music in this game is exactly the same as the original PlayStation 2 release, uh, mm. so... We're technically calling this Katamari Damacy Reroll, so I can technically say it's a different game, but the soundtrack is identical. So, uh, Though it does appear in a different order in the new game, I uh, didn't really care, though. <laughs> so I, just, <laughs> I put the songs in the order that I remember them from, which is totally from the original game. Uh, I went ahead and picked a decent selection of tunes from the game, and I honestly don't know if these are the same exact tracks I picked the first time around. I'm going to say probably, because... I don't think my tastes have changed in Katamari soundtrack too much since then, but it was seven years ago, so who the heck knows? Uh, okay. I mean, I could have theoretically gone back and listened to this entire episode at some point, but like we said, we've been busy, so... We've been busy. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's real quick go over our personal histories with uh, with Katamari Damacy. Uh, Matt, what's your, what's your history with this game? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, I want to say that my friend purchased this, and... So I borrowed the game from him when he was done, and I just, 
I had no idea what I was playing. From the moment I open, you know, from the moment the game opens on my screen and I watch the storyline opening, I was like, what is going on here? The record scratch talking, um, you know, the art style was... The, <laughs> the art style of your, your king father, like everything about it was just so like jarring but in like the best possible way like I, I please understand that i absolutely adore this game it's on a i put it on a very high pedestal um and uh the moment you start playing it you know you get the the funky controls right because you know you're used to playing you know 3d shooter well okay i'm used to playing 3d shooters and you know resident evils and stuff and and then you got this this little man just pushing around a ball and you and and then like, oh, all right, uh, I'll, I could, I could gush on for days and days and days. <laughs> anyway, so I played this game. I played this game until I beat it, and I believe I gave it back. And then I went and bought it because nice. I just, I just wanted to keep playing it. And then, um, and I owned it, you know, for quite some time. Um, but then I think eventually, I, I, I can't remember quite when I made the switch from um, PlayStation to uh, Xbox, but. Um, I believe I sold all, like a GameStop had some kind of thing, sell your system and the games, get credits, and that's how I got my first uh, Xbox 360. Um, I, I, I won't lie, like, in, in my lifetime I've sold off a bunch of video games, traded them off, things like that, and there's a few that I'm, I'm bummed I did. The original Katamari is definitely one of them. It, it sits like, like I said, I have such a high regard for the game, uh, but recently... They put it on Game Pass, and like oh, nice. I went, I went bananas. I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" And then the best part is, one day I came home and I found my wife playing it, and I was like, "But you don't play 3D video games?" She's like, "Oh, I used to play this," <laughs> and nice. I was like, "Yeah, made the right choice." Nice. <laughs> so there's a lot of love for Katamari, uh, just Katamari in general in this house. Um, and yeah, it's such a, just a fantastic game. So so left of center, so quirky, such a, a great sense of humor. Yeah. Um, it's it's almost like a British comedy to me sometimes. Um, just a wonderful game, man. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I I could play if I had to choose like I don't know three games to play for the rest of my life. I think that would that would be in my top three. Katamari would definitely be up there for me. Is like an infinitely playable kind of a game. Um, yeah. I was working at the Game Crazy in Brooklyn, New York when this game came out, uh, and I j- j- fell in love immediately, like, with the box. <laughs> Just like, and there's a cow, and a rainbow, yeah. and a big old <laughs> ball of stuff. And we've, we put this thing into the PlayStation 2 Interactive, and I sold so many copies of this game just from having it constantly on display. And just yeah. like, all right, every customer that came in, I was like, all right, you got to try this. Yep. <laughs> like, what, what is it? Just roll things up into a ball. Trust me, it's awesome. And like, the, the music just, just resonated with me immediately. The complete mm-hmm. insanity of that intro. <laughs> like the dancing pandas and... Oh my! Like, oh yes, like... the big like North Korean fanfare, the yeah. Bollywood style. You know, uh, your dad's there agile. playing a guitar. It's it's like amazing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh um, Jesus! And it was like it was the first one in particular, 
that really stuck with me. I bought We Love Katamari when it came out, and it just didn't didn't do it the didn't same. Capture it. it didn't capture it for me. A lot of people like the second one better than the first one because I think like when it comes to the actual gameplay elements, um, it uh, I think the second one really does do a lot more interesting stuff. Like it really does move things forward, but so much of the soundtrack is like retreads of the first game and it didn't have that specific magic that the first one did and I've never enjoyed any sequels to Katamari nearly as much as the first one they're all great I love that Katamari is a thing keep that thing rolling <laughs> um, but it's uh, at the same time there was a specific magic to that first game that I think has just never been recaptured uh Really, in any game ever, like <laughs> how do you do that again? It's just, it's it's marvelous. And when they did Katamari reroll, I could not have been happier. Like, oh good, the original game in HD. Sign me the heck up. Don't change anything. Just do the same exact graphics in HD. And that's what they did. The only the only difference I was able to notice was um, that some of the songs appeared in a different order. And so it was like. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> They're still the same songs. Yeah, it's it's really almost a nitpicking thing, but I get it. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't even a complaint. It's not like the songs work better or worse in different stages. It's like... Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine, so... Yeah, man. Love me some Katamari, so let's listen to the music. Yeah! Let's get to work. All right, so I'm the ready. first song we're going to listen to is the main theme, Katamari on the Rocks. <laughs> or Katamari on the Rock. I don't know what what it is, but I think it's supposed to be on the rocks. I think I just have a typo on my uh, track list here. But either way, this is the main theme of Katamari Damacy, uh, and it is, well, it's just just glorious. So let's get to work. Here is Katamari on the Rocks. Enjoy. Show. 
<laughs> Absolute you, masterpiece. You know, for like a minute and a half of this song, I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is insane. What am I doing right now? What is this music? You know, because like this song is such an assault on your senses. Like the whole game. The whole game is an assault on your senses. Right? Like from the opening number to the actual practicality of the game to, to you know, the... The, the playthrough of it, the, the cut scenes, the menus, everything is just an assault on everything sensible. <laughs> cut scenes with the weird boxy people. <laughs> Those are the best when they're at the airport and the little kid's like, hey, and the mom's like, whatever. <laughs> like something, you know, that the Katamari rolls by and like the airplane gets swept up or whatever it is. And he's like, um, and the mom's like, uh, pay it no mind. Everything is an assault on the senses, and this song is just like, oh, it's so perfect. This song is like, gear up, kid, because this is what you're in for. Everything about it is fantastic. The, the lyrics, the singing, the, the semi-jazz, the over-the-top like horn section. It's just so brilliant. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is just constant brilliance. Uh, the, the bass line, in particular, like that. Most of it is this weird, like goofball bass that's kind of like bouncing. Right. But like the actual bass line itself is really freaking good in this song. It's really good. It goes all over the place. Is the 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 bit towards the end where it's like scaling down and. Oh my goodness, what a fun song. And it, it's so, it perfectly encapsulates this game's entire existence. Like, that, what, what I opened the, the episode with is what opens the original PlayStation game, which is just the voice going, no, 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 And like, then singing the drums, like, do, 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 like. Oh, I love that part, What a man. perfect encapsulation of like, this game, like to start with. It's like this really weird little thing, and then this, that tune, which is genius, just kind of expanded to such an absurd degree <laughs> of just just constant fanfare and celebration, and uh, it's it's simply majestic, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't gush about this thing enough. Well, we're about to, we're about to find out just how much we can gush about this stuff, which Fair. for me is quite a lot. Uh, and this next one is well, just mm, another another great one. This is called Fugue Number Seventy Seven Seventy Seven. I don't know why. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't know. It you wouldn't have to. This is the music that plays when your dad, uh, which if you don't know the story of Katamari Damacy, your dad is the king of all cosmos. One night he got drunk, and on his bender he destroyed all the stars in the galaxy. So he turns to you, his tiny little son, to roll up random junk on planet Earth and then launch it into space to replace the stars that you destroyed. Which is one of the best video game stories I've ever heard, with the exception of maybe the chasing frog in the last one. Um, <laughs> so, Fugue 7777 uh, is what you are, what is playing when your dad is looking down on you imposingly, um, explaining what it is you're supposed to be doing in the next level. So, um... Let's go ahead and give it a listen. Here's Fugue 7777. Enjoy. Bon, bon. 
I'm, I'm just gonna say it what drugs were you guys on man because i want some of those like all I, of them like we're just experimenting like all right t- today's acid day um found some weird stuff under the sink let's give this a go yeah. um holy cow man like i you know when you're when your father's looking down on you and he's giving you the missions you know it's I, I suppose the intention is it's supposed to be maybe some level of intimidating, maybe some level of, um, supposed to have some level of reverence. And the song opens that way for like a nanosecond, and then you get the the vocalization of the dum dum da da dum dum, and you're just like, what is going on? <laughs> and then there's the high pitched, you know, vocalization, which does it's it's so out of the register, you can't tell what they were saying. It. Uh, I think it's all just dom da dom 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 and play it at different levels. And what what's so awesome about this song in particular uh, is that when you strip away the the innate silliness of the instrument of choice, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, if I feel as though you know, at, at the risk of sounding kind of curmudgeonly, like if you got away from the weird harmonizations of vocalizations and stuff. And you, you use just instruments. So it'd be a beautiful piece of music. And I kind of, maybe I'm, maybe I'm biased, but I feel like this could exist in like the ActRaiser universe, the same, because it has the same kind of cadence and timbre of um, when you're in the Sky Palace and you're talking to, you know, your your subjects are coming and they're giving you things and stuff. So, all right, Mr. Matt, we're gonna do something a little extra special right now. Uh-oh. I just threw. Um, something into the Dropbox. Uh, so go ahead and refresh your Dropbox, and we're going to listen to this. This is a uh, an acoustic cover of this song done by Sam Griffin. Uh, just to double prove how unfathomably gorgeous this song really is when you take the, uh, the silliness away. So uh, you see it there? I got it. Alright, let's go ahead and give it a listen. Enjoy. Thank you. 
<laughs> That's just unfair. Right? <laughs> Leave some for the rest of us, man. It's so good. It's, it just, it really just, and, and it really also highlights, like, it still has that Katamari theme in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's still a part of it. It's still, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, like, uh, I, I always feel like with movies and, and uh, really movies, but television shows too, like, um, you create themes for characters and situations and it always has to be that kind of central thread, a common thread between all of it. You know, that, that exists here. Uh, to your point about about it still having that Katamari theme and stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's there. It's, 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 it's ingrained, you know, like, again, start to finish this game is like, it's a fully, you know, realized package. Yeah, it is, it is a, it is a very well thought out experience. And that, yeah. that Katamari theme, that gets woven into a couple of songs in mm-hmm. unexpected places throughout the soundtrack. And, uh, well, it's, it's, it's marvelous. Simply. Okay, so um, let's bring on the next one, which is uh, we're going to stick with that wacky uh, vocalization in a song called Wanda Wanda, which uh, uh, as soon as you listen to it, you will understand why it's called Wanda Wanda. (laughs) Uh, This is the uh, song that plays over the training stage in the very beginning of the game, if uh, memory serves right. And it's, uh, it's magnificent. So here is Wanda Wanda. Enjoy. Thank you. 
I like that song. <laughs> this game, man. I swear. It's, it's wild. Just, it's just... I like, I, I promise you, if you've never played this game, you've never played anything like it. Yes, you you it, are not prepared if you have never actually played it. Nothing. It really... You, it. you use the word experience. It really is its own experience. Like, it's a very unique experience. Yeah, there's there's not there's very few games I can think of that are really quite like this. Um, the closest thing I've ever found to actually feeling kind of like this was Donut County, uh, which is an extraordinary game, but also a pretty different experience from this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I'm very <laughs> unfamiliar, but so Donut County is also extremely goofy and weird like this. But the point mm -hmm. of that game is you're a hole in the ground. And the more oh, things fall yes. into the hole, the more the hole expands. So yes, 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 yes. Brilliant little game uh, available on just about every platform right now, and also has a great soundtrack. Mm, future episode, perhaps. Oh, for sure. Love me some Donut County. Now I want donut. <laughs> I am a donut. Uh, but this song is uh, <laughs> is is great and also probably the most emblematic of the type of stage music i guess that you would be getting for the rest of this game where it's like it's just got a, a real good beat and is like this is the most background music-y yeah right <clears throat> it's less you know fugue was very um you know it, it's a cinematic thing right so this is what's playing while you're reading something katamari on the rocks is insanity the song uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it's giving you that whole full, you know, Bollywood experience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this one is like it's. It reminds me so much of like Dreamcast era, you know, like the the time that this came out, the kind of like weird video game music that would come out of like very Japanese games. This is so so emblematic of that. Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's got such a good beat. It's super catchy. All the weird like phasing effects and stuff they do throughout it like they just do so much with that little wanda wanda thing there and like yeah. that the bass line that comes in is i'm pretty sure just a guy saying bd bomb over and over again which is just uh, probably just wonderful yeah i mean it that that opening you know that uh tutorial stage it's so necessary too because like i said before you, didn't, you never really played anything like this before so you definitely need it so everyone's going to hear this one and uh it probably is the most unintrusive 
of the soundtrack. And I don't, and again, I'm not saying that to be mean. I mean, like, everything in this game is just great and it's so perfect. Um, and you'll see that with the rest of the tracks. Like, ah, it's so good. <laughs> it's just so good. Well, before we get to uh, any more of the, um, the actual stage music, we have one more kind of sort of menu song to get through. And it's mm -hmm. one of my just one of my favorites on this whole soundtrack it's a it's a marvelous song that even if you have played this game it's entirely possible you've never heard the whole thing before because this is what plays on the little map screen <clears throat> and you don't typically spend a lot of time there um Not i actually yet. didn't hear the entire version of this song uh, until i had been playing the game for a little while where i just let it sit there for a long time and eventually it just it just keeps keeps going and adding things and like a tuba shows up. <laughs> it's pretty wild. So <laughs> this song is called "The Wonderful Stars Walk Is Wonderful," which is of course it is just a great a great name, uh, and it is a a gorgeous, wonderful, joyous piece of music. Enjoy.
it takes a real special song to straddle the line between circus absurdity and jaw-dropping gorgeousness, but this one, <laughs> <laughs> this one manages to pull it off. Oh my goodness, that, uh, just all of the acoustic guitar is so pretty, that, especially that, that higher part that comes in, and that kind of answer to the, the main, uh, riff that's being played there is just, oh, hmm, so, so good. And towards the end of the song, when the bass line kind of alters a little bit, um, just kind of giving it a, a, a totally different, warmer feel before it turns back into a circus parade. Uh, is 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 jaw dropping, but then like throwing in the the chaos of uh, the only thing I can think of is a circus parade uh, in the midst of this song is so it's so Katamari <laughs> to do that. It's such a Katamari move, uh, but it's it's magnificent. Love this tune, <clears throat> absolutely. I love everything about kind of the uh, the parade part. I love that it builds. Like there's a there's a an emotional build while it builds. Like for me, I feel it and I'm like, oh, it's coming. This is gonna be this really great payoff. And it doesn't like shatter, you know, boom. It it builds up to this great plateau of just excellent composition and music and and just the instrument choices to sit, uh, you know, on top of these wonderful building blocks, like you said, of the. Um, acoustic guitars and that that kind of strolling bass line it's just excellent like and then you know again if you've never played the game maybe you won't understand but it just in its own way it complements everything that's happening on the screen mm -hmm. right like yeah you you know you're from the from the very first level where you're rolling up very tiny things that are not tiny to you in the game but like you know, as a human being, an ant is small, but in the game, an ant isn't that small, or a little, you know, a baby mouse or something, and right? Racers I know and cherries and... Yeah, right, matchsticks and stuff, right? Like, I know we sound absolutely crazy, again, if you've never played, but, you know, get out there, play it, you'll understand it. Um, but this song is so... As are all the other songs, very complimentary to what's happening on the screen. It's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. Yeah, there's really, there's there's no way else to describe it. Yeah. So let's keep rolling. Yes. <laughs> uh, and get to the first proper stage theme, which is called The Moon and the Prince. It's a super catchy tune. It's super awesome. Let's give it a listen. Enjoy.
ついてこいイエチケダマファンキーだみんな必死で俺についてこいカモチケダマファンキーだみんな黙って俺についてこいイエチケダマファンキーだみんな必死で俺についてこいカモチケダマファンキーだみんな黙って俺についてこいイエチケダマファンキーだみんな必死で俺についてこいカモチケダマファンキーだみんな黙って俺についてこいイエチケダマファンキーだみんな必死で俺についてこいカモ Shake it up, funk it up. <sighs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, so good. It's so good. It's, oh, I love this song. It's got such a good groove to it. 
I don't understand any of the lyrics because I don't speak Japanese except Shake It Up, Funk It Up, which is awesome. So, mm. while we were listening, I was reading the English translation. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the lyrics are basically just like a, a take on what's happening. Just a bit of the first verses. I sprinted, I twisted, I tried to run about everywhere. I spun, I was spun, I rolled anything I could find. I was attached, I felt included. Hey! Uh, you know. Uh, I tried to avoid it, I tried to flee, but the power was too much. Came crashing down on me, I tried to push it, I tried to pull it. At the end of my rope, I tried to cast it away. Uh, you know, it, it can be pretty deep. And the lyrics are actually, check it up, I funk it up. Everybody really? shut up. Come on and follow me. Yeah. Wow. I always thought it was shake it up, funk it up. All right. Cool. I mean, they both work. They do both I, work. But and then and then my favorite lyric is check it out, check it, check it up. I funk, funk it up. Everyone follow me like your life depends on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yes, to to your point, it's such a funky song. Yeah, it's a it's like a weird mix of like kind of new jazz, new funk. It's it's to me it's a very Japanese take on kind of the uh, funk and and jazz roots that they're you know probably very much inspired by. Yeah, um, and it's clean. It's it's recorded so cleanly and like everything sits just perfect. Like the the mix is great. You know, you, you can hear the lyrics. Uh, every instrument has its place. It's, it's a it's a very nice, clean mix. Yeah, it's it's really well crafted, well crafted, and it's uh it's just super catchy. I freaking love it. That I love all of it. I love all of it. The such a good a uh, good hook. It's a uh, it's one that really stuck with me. Yeah. But let's move on to another one of my favorites, <laughs> and I don't know why this is one of my favorites. It's just a, it's it's probably the most K-pop out of all of them. But boy, if this song doesn't just stick in my head, it's a it's marvelous. It's so much fun. It's called Lonely Rolling Star, uh, and yeah, enjoy. It's it's a little it's a little long, but I don't care. Enjoy.
ends with that cute little pop sound. <laughs> oh my god, I love this song so much. The that really the very end of it, that bit right there where everything drops out, kind of except for that keyboard part. That's like that being reprised throughout the course of the song. Every time that is playing is kind of my favorite bit of it. Like all the pieces of this come together so marvelously and then at the very end to throw the Katamari theme in there like all sly like that I mean it's it's ridiculous it's like overly saccharine j-pop but at the same time it's so it's so inherently beautiful and it's so silly it just brings me so much joy to listen to I freaking love it so I just love it Saccharine is really the word. It's like it's like a whole scoop of sugar <laughs> just poured right into your face. Um, it's like you get cavities just from listening to the song. It's so... And, you know, it's such a delicate song, too. Like, it's very danceable. It's got a very pulse-pounding beat, but not in the way, like, you would think of, you know, some techno or something. But it still manages to keep the energy up and still be delicate and and i don't want to say dainty but i think i think the the singer's voice lends itself to that too she's mm-hmm. got a very you know precise voice her cadence is um very s- precise and like it's very straightforward almost like she's sing talking the lyrics <laughs> the music this the song is also like just shockingly complex like when you're really when you when you slap headphones on and listen to it, there's so very much going on and harmonizing with with itself uh, on so many different layers. It's 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 really really awesome. It's really yeah, impressive and wonderful. You're, you're absolutely right. There's a, there's a, quite a few layers going on there, and you definitely um, if you really sit and kind of um, get past of like what's on the top layer, like what's kind of. Uh, what's assaulting you this time <laughs> um you know and you dig a little deeper and, and you'll you'll find there's a lot of great little stuff going on um i was looking up the lyrics and uh the chorus is <laughs> you're lonely you're lonely rolling star don't ever give up you're lonely rolling star uh don't forget to call sometimes uh oh no that's not that's like the second or third chorus you're lonely rolling star. Come on, never stop standing still. You're lonely rolling star. So face forward and keep going. <laughs> I think if you want a positive message out of this episode, it's face forward and keep going, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a fantastic song. Seriously. It just it it just makes me smile. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like if you're having a bad day, put this song on, and if not by the end of it, you're not smiling, you might be dead inside. I don't know. <laughs> Just a thought. And if this doesn't do the trick, maybe the next one will. Oh, this is a very different kind of song, um, but mm-hmm. no less Katamari. Uh, it's called "You Are Smart," and it really uh, it stuck with me. And uh, well, it's gonna stick with you too. Here's "You Are Smart." Enjoy.
Yep, you are smart. <laughs> I think this game is secretly a uh, pep talk. Like, I, I feel like this game, when you play it, is very secretly being positive to you. you know? I, like, I feel like the entire game is designed to make you feel good about yourself. I Yeah, absolutely. It's, a, it's one big motivational speech <laughs> yeah. in the form of a whacked out game. Just roll up all your problems and launch them into space. You can do it. You are smart. Yeah. You are smart. Just wonderful. Uh, yeah, it's 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 catch a little tune. I don't have a ton to say about this one other than just I remember playing this level uh, whenever this song first came on and just being like, "Wow, <laughs> all right, I love it. That's that's fantastic." It, uh, funny enough, I do feel like this is one of the more understated songs of the game, which is really saying a lot. But um, yeah, there isn't a whole heck of a lot to say. I mean, you know, I. I think I, I feel like though this song plays a little more to my sensibilities because it's got the uh, like the synthy, you know the the kind of saw bladey synthy stuff and mm-hmm. you know a little more of a for this game at least a little more of a aggressive drum beat things like that. But you know, other than that, it's, it's another great song in a in a catalog of great songs. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, it, it it's just got a good rhythm and it's it's a memorable memorable tune. Yeah. Well, let's keep rolling. Uh, This next one is called A Crimson Rose and a Gin and Tonic. Sorry, and a Gin Tonic. Maybe the end is missing. I don't know. But the the track name I have is A Crimson (laughs) Rose and a Gin Tonic. So, I don't know. Take that for what you will and enjoy some lovely music.
Right, give us the uh, give us the translation there, Matt. All right. Well, um, you know, I feel as this one's a little less uh, motivational, but nonetheless, the sentiment is still there. When you wish upon a star, it comes to visit you. The Katamari. We're dreaming, dreaming, baby of dream of this dream world. So everybody, get inside the Katamari. Um, and then I like, I really like this part here. Until the day we all turn into stars, you should reach out to it, the Katamari. I'd like to chant some magic words. Uwa dooby doo Everybody's all so happy in the Katamari. And that's pretty much it. It's it, pretty repetitious otherwise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Oh, all right. Uh, I like this song. I've never had any, any even just close to a clue. Um, anything close to a clue that um, this was a what the lyrics of the song were just that it's a catch a little tune man <laughs> da, da, oh absolutely <laughs> like it's it's fun it's 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 fun it's goofy it is Katamari uh, I yeah it's another one I don't I guess I don't really have a ton to say about um, it's just it's just fun no, it's it's right up there with every other track we're listening to. There's a lot of fun to it. You know, it, again, it lends itself to what I feel, and I'm, I know you do too, is a very fun game. Um, it's very light. It's very upbeat. It's You know, even the game itself is very light and upbeat. Mm-hmm. There's nothing heavy or clunky or um, pressing about it. You know, I joked about the up front, I joked about it being an assault on your senses, but it's like in the best, most possible, best possible way. Well, let's keep uh, let's keep it going with um, perhaps a perhaps a slightly more interesting tone. <laughs> uh, this is K Sarasara, uh, and I want to wad you up into my life. Enjoy. Sky to you. To 
so very many things about this song but i think my favorite thing is that this is very clearly like a japanese guy trying to do an american accent singing like a lounge singer because like there are certain points where the japanese accent comes through like when he tries to say uh 
with you, and he says, with you, like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's amazing. And I, I don't know how much of it is, like, super intentional or not, because that would totally be within this game's wheelhouse to just be like, nah, just just do it. <laughs> just just kind of do it. and have, get, get as close as you can. But don't try too hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just, just mm. do your best. Just mm. <laughs> love it. I love yeah. this song. So one of the things I was going to say is I love just about all forms of music. And I'm a big jazz head. I love jazz, right? Um, and jazz gave birth to other things like bebop and scat and so on and so forth. But scatting, I don't like. I really don't. I, there's just something about it that rubs me the wrong way. However, it works here so well. Like you said, it it's like it it's like the lounge singer is the faded crooner, right? So you got this faded crooner now singing this loungy. You know, you get the idea of the lounge singer. And it just works. Like the first thing that comes to mind, I think, for everyone is Richard Cheese. He's probably the most famous of the quote-unquote lounge singers you know, doing all the covers of metal songs and stuff as lounge songs, right? If, you, if, you don't, if you're unfamiliar, you should look him up. Richard Cheese. Uh, that being said, his this guy's voice is great. It's like Oh my goodness, silk. yeah. He's I wouldn't, a really, really good singer. I wouldn't put it past them to have used, because like a lot of the singers, the crooners that we know, um, you know, Sinatra and uh, Dean Martin and, and everyone else, of that era, Perry Cuomo and stuff, they all, use, they all use these ribbon mics. And ribbon mics have an inherent characteristic about them that gives everyone this very velvety voice. I would not be surprised if they had done something like that, right? Just to, you know, like you said, it's in its wheelhouse to be like, eh, you know, if you don't if you don't get there, that's, that's fine too, you know? <laughs> but um, it's a beautiful piece of music like if you stripped away the vocals and you just had this playing mm-hmm. it's a beautiful piece of music it's almost like a uh, like a it's close to like a bossa nova mm. but it's still got that jazz like oh, it's just great the vibes the marimbas oh yeah it's so it, it's it's so well done it really uh, you you kind of you kind of summed it all up pretty well uh, <laughs> i don't know what else to say it's a uh, it's a fun song to listen to, and uh, it is not usually my vibe uh, to listen to this kind of song, but it's so well executed here. I just I just love it, and it's got just the right amount of quirkiness going on in mm-hmm. there, too, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And it's funny, because uh, of all the other tracks we've listened to now, this, this kind of isn't like them, but it still fits so perfectly. You know, again, playing this game and, and you know, the, the on-screen visuals and everything the gameplay itself like it it continues to just work like mm-hmm. it shouldn't but it does but it does and it really does and it really does all right uh the next one we're we're down to a uh, we're down to two uh we have uh so uh, let's let's hit up this next one it's called called katam katamari taino um i don't know what that yeah. means um, as far as the soundtrack is concerned, everything I have thus far has been credited to Ilram. This one is credited to Hideki Tobeta and Yui Asuka. So uh, let's go ahead and give a listen to Katamari Taino. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
So that was uh, Katamari Taino. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. So, so really quickly, um, I was looking at the lyrics, and I think um, if I'm if I'm reading this correctly, it's actually supposed to be uh, "Roll Me In." Interesting. Yeah, these are just the that's just the the, the track names that were attached to the soundtrack that I have. Yeah. Uh, and I like I like this song. It's never been like the ultimate standout to me, but I know that a lot of people really do like this song as one of their favorite Katamari tracks. I think it's really well put together. It's fun to listen to. Fades into the background nice and smooth. It's, it's a good tune. Definitely have to agree with you. Like, uh, it's just another beautiful piece of music. Uh, again, same thing. Like, it's not necessarily something that I would gravitate towards. Like, oh, I, you know what I really want to hear? Um, but if this comes on, you're like, man, this is a jam. Yeah, this is really good. <laughs> it's got that nice little, like, samba-y, jazzy kind of uh, musicality, sensibility to it. The, the, the young lady who's singing is a gorgeous voice. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find her name. Because I'm on the Wikipedia page, why not? And then I, too, can butcher it. Uh, oh. Yue Asaka and Mika Sato. All right. Beautiful. It's a beautiful song, though. Uh, uh, all all jokes aside, it's a very beautiful song. The lyrics, again, are very much in the same vein of like, uh, you know, rolling up and uh, rolling up a ball, rolling up a ball, uh, stuff to make stars. And uh, as we cuddle together, I gaze at you, and with just with just the tip of my finger, while we roll around, I need you to tell me. Oh, okay, I'm not finishing that. <laughs> Harden yourself. Oh, boy. Well, I think that's a that's about <laughs> enough to say about that one, and it's yes. time to move on to our last song of the episode, which is uh, another assault on the senses. Uh, this is an aggressively beautiful song that is also uh, mixed in with a rather, I would consider it, abrasive uh, children's choir <laughs> this is this song is like such a weird situation for me because it's it is jaw-droppingly gorgeous but at the same time I don't really enjoy a children's choir all that much like it's just one of those things that doesn't really do it for me so this song's kind of a weird mix for me but uh, it's called Cherry Blossom Color Season. It's a really stick with it. Like, stick with it to the end. The end comes together to an astonishingly beautiful conclusion. Uh, so let's give it a listen. Here is Cherry Blossom Color Season. Enjoy.
So, that song. Uh, it is... I don't know, man. It's that that bit at the end where, you know, all the 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 vocals drop out, and it's just that deep. I I I don't know what exactly the instruments are. I want to say cello, but maybe it's a a a bass that's being bowed or something. I don't know. I don't know enough about the instruments, but the bass line is just at the end of this song where it comes in so thick and heavy, and it's jaw dropping. Like this song just just is gut punch gorgeous but on the other side of it like I said beforehand I, f- I find the children's choir so abrasive it's such a weird song to listen to because it's like wow this is stunningly gorgeous and I don't want to listen to it anymore <laughs> because like it's so yeah I, I, I'm, I'm so constantly of two minds about this song because as a composition it is it's one of the prettiest things I've ever heard but yeah, not a fan of the children's choir. Um, I think I'm a little bit of the opposite there. I don't mind them so much. I think the whole song, um, is done well enough that, like, yeah, I agree with you on a on a kind of uh, even keel. I'd be like, eh, children's choir or whatever. Um, but I think because the whole piece really lends itself to this idea, at least in my mind that um like uh you know because the lead vocal is it sounds like a child as well and i'm sure if i yeah read a little further into the lyrics i'll get the answer to that um let's see um, no it doesn't the, the wiki doesn't have a uh, uh credit for it but uh you know sounds like uh, a child and- like, yeah, right, right. It definitely sounds like a child. I mean, so to me, it, it kind of all comes together well. I like it. I honestly think the music is just among some of the most beautiful music I've ever heard. Um, that whole ending, like, two minutes is really <laughs> just gorgeous. Right? You know, especially the part you're talking about where the lyrics uh, disappear for a while. Even when they come back and the kids are singing over this big swelling, uh, you know, uh, strings and mm-hmm. keyboard pieces and stuff. It's just it. It's very uh, emotional, honestly. Like I'm blowing my nose because my allergies are killing me. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> but I could totally see where you know someone could just be like, "Wow, this is just." Oh, I like, you know, I absolutely got teary eyed. I'm, I'm yeah, I don't have I, allergies I think going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have some allergies going on, but no, I. <laughs> Definitely I'm allergic to no there. I'm allergic to children's choirs. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a serious <laughs> allergy. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, right. So that being said, for me personally, I don't. I don't mind the kids' choir at all. I think. Um, I think it all comes together in a very nice uh, package. Like the whole, the song as a whole, I think it comes together wonderfully. You know. Yeah. It's. It is. Uh, it's a stunning piece of music. But uh, that uh, wraps it up for us. Uh, we're we're all done here. What'd you think? How how did it hold up for you? I mean, look, this game for me is one of the few games I think stands the test of time. You know, I'll probably pick it up, you know, tomorrow to play it. I get you know I got to play through a few things now, but hearing all this music and talking about it makes me, uh, you know what? I gotta get back into it and play it again. Yeah. Um, I'll pick it up in ten years, in twenty years, I'll still have the same level of fun I had with it back then 
now. It'll all. It, this game to me is just. This game to me is one of those games. I don't have a long list of games that I think you should definitely play. This game. No, don't miss this. This is a game that is not to be missed. It is absolutely all time. It, yeah. This this is Hands an down. all time game. No question. Uh, definitely in my top ten. Uh, it's it's. Hmm. I'm so glad we did this. <laughs> I'm absolutely. So glad we did this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, that is our show. Join us next time when we will be uh, celebrating our 150th episode with a special listener request episode comprised of tracks we missed from games we've already covered before. Uh, should be fun. If you yeah. have any submissions for the episode, send them on over. Uh, in the meantime, we're aware. But where can they send them on over, Chris? Well, uh, you'll find out if you continue to listen. No! I'm, I don't want to! I I'm want not going to change my script, dang it. Ah! We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly <laughs> grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geekade Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat, where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. And we also have a Waveback forum page over on Facebook, which you can find by searching Waveback on Facebook, and I don't pay very much attention to it, so... Maybe you shouldn't do that. Anyway, of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Best way to hit us up is Discord. Uh, I will um, be uh, paying attention uh, to the to Facebook page if, as much as I can and the emails we always get. So, uh, there you go. Matt, you got anything to plug before we get out of here? You know, I don't. For the time being, I do not. With all the time that has passed, you would think I'd have a ton of stuff, but I do not. However, I think the next episode I might have something to plug. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Uh, meanwhile, I will just plug, uh, go to the Stone Age Gamer uh, YouTube channel, because uh, I've been putting a lot of work in over there. I just did a, a video about Mega Man games that is uh, just about a thousand views, which is pretty good for me. So, uh, yeah, continue to watch that stuff. It makes me all very happy. So, okay, we are going to close things out with a wonderful little tune called Katamari Love, the ending theme. That's um, the ending theme for Katamari, and it's just as goofy as you would expect it to be. So, uh, have fun, enjoy, wad some th things up into a ball, launch them into space, replace the stars. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Come